Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode. My name is Ram. If this is the first episode that you're listening to, hello, welcome. There's four others that you can go and listen to as well. Um, all equally inspiring, for me at least. Um, and for those who have been listening from the start or second, whatever it may be, hello, welcome back. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts actually. Tell me what you're thinking um, and how these episodes are. If you've been enjoying them, what you like about them, what you don't like about them even. Because, you know, constructive feedback is um, or criticism is actually just as important. So I'd love to know. Um, I've been doing this podcast for like a month now, which is quite crazy. A lot has happened. I've been in the midst of uni and all that stuff. Um, and so that's been kind of stressful, but like a good stress. Uh, but I've been enjoying it. Um, so this week... Julian and I sat down. Julian is an animation student. He's a really cool guy. He's been traveling. Well, he was on exchange for the past year, which we'll get into. But the one thing that I took from this was how he just, his his piece of advice um, with just showing up. So if you want to make something or create something or start something, um, you should have a place where you do that whether it's at home in your room whatever but even when you're not inspired even when you feel like nothing's creatively flowing or whatever it is that you want to be doing even if there's nothing there no juice in the tank essentially you should still sit down at that desk with your laptop or your pen and paper in front of you because eventually something will come and I think that's the best piece of advice that I've heard in a very long time or maybe even my life um but yeah, I just took, it's so, it's so simple, you know, like not to put any pressure on yourself to like come up with an idea every time you sit down. Like sometimes you are get, you do get into those creative ruts and you just need to like look at a plain piece of paper for like 20 minutes, which sounds ridiculous, but I hope I'm getting across what I want to say. But Julian says it's so much better. So listen to this episode. I hope you like it. I'm going to stop talking. Um, but yeah, anyway, here's the episode. Hey, my name is Roman and welcome to The Modern You. You know, everyone starts from somewhere and it's definitely not a glamorous process. A lot of the time it's a side hustle in between work or uni, but people do it anyway because they love it and they hope to make it a career. This is a podcast that explores into the minds of the young, ambitious and creative up and coming talent. It's a space where people just like you and I are figuring out exactly how to turn our passions into a career and what it really takes in the beginning stages. From illustrators, filmmakers, designers, and a whole lot more, I'm excited to share with you the stories of those who are getting the ball rolling and creating a path for themselves. If this interests you in any way, please subscribe for weekly stories and follow us at TMY Podcast on Instagram. Welcome to The Modern Youth. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I'm here with Julian. Hi. How's it going, man? Yeah, I'm good. It's, a, it's good to be back in sunny Australia. Yeah. Actually, no, it rained today, didn't it? It did. It did. <laughs> um, yeah. How's it going? Like, what's new? What's You've new? come back? Yeah, no, I've, I can't remember how many days. I've, <laughs> I swear it's like been more than a week, but it's just been like 
because of jet lag. It's been like I'm in and out of sleep. It's, it's th- I thought like it wouldn't be too bad because on the way there, it's always on the way there. It isn't bad. I like just have to sleep a bit later and then it's fine. But here it's like I keep falling asleep at like five o'clock and it's just oh, like yeah. then I'm awake yeah. at like two a.m. and I just end up staying awake and it's just like I have no good perception of when time starts and like ends <laughs> and like what days have passed. Yeah. Um, to give you a little bit of context, uh, Julian just got back from a year abroad, uh, in Edinburgh. Yeah. We'll get more into that in a second. Um, (laughs) Toy Story 4, I want to jump into, which may sound a bit weird, but, uh, I saw it the other week and it's like, I really loved it for the animation. Mm. For one, I just thought the animation was like incredible. Like compared to the first one, it's like, how (laughs) are people doing this? Um, but yeah, it was incredible. And I like the story as well. Controversial yeah. ending. Not controversial, just... No spoilers. No, yeah, sorry. Sorry, oh. you haven't seen it. <laughs> I'm an animation student. I still haven't seen Toy Story. Yeah. I just need to go to one of my friends and go, hey, we're going. No problem. Like, yeah. To be honest, I kind of like to avoid the first weeks of like when a movie like that comes out because I'm just like, you know, the movie cinema fills with kids and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 fair. Like I watched How to Train Your Dragon when I was overseas. And it was just like, there was this mum who had three kids who had no control over them oh. and they just kept screaming the entire time. Yeah. It was so bad. I like literally got to the point where someone else in the audience was just like, hey, like, please really? control your kids. Like, really? Yeah. It, it feels bad though because I feel like those movies, you know, they're designed for kids and then it's like adults going like, shut, shut up. up. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, what is your favorite animations film? That's so hard. Yeah. I mean, it depends what it is. I mean, one that I kind of end up watching every two or three years is like Akira. I don't know that. Yeah, it's a Japanese animated film. Um, actually, I think they're making they're making a TV series now for it because like um, they made the movie and the movie's kind of like like there's six big books that you can buy at Dimmicks that are like sixty bucks each. Um, that have, have the story, but then the movie's kind of like adapted from that because you know it's only an hour long or something like that. But it's like it's so well done. It's like you know it's kind of like like Ghibli level of just like you know, technical skills and stuff like, you know, the the kind of bike poster is really famous, like even in, you know, Western spheres and stuff like that. I, I'd imagine it being a big inspiration for a lot of people, but like, yeah, no, it's just such a nice, like they play with a lot of lights and stuff like that. The action is really well, the music just like, it just really sets this good atmosphere. It's like kind of, um, what would you call Blade Runner? What, like, what would you call that kind of? Cyberpunk? Or yeah. Like, uh... Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it has that cyberpunk atmosphere that I think is better than Blade Runner. Like, okay. especially like uh, it's just it's really cool. Like how it's just all done and put together. It's a masterpiece film that's just like awesome. up there with the grades. Wow, I'll check it out. For yeah, you. sorry um, for the rant. No, no, um, that's really really cool. Yeah, and no. um, what are your thoughts then on all the remakes that are happening at the moment with like all the big, all the old school yeah. animations? Like, I hate Lying, it. You hate, <laughs> I hate it? it. Yeah, it's a big copyright. Uh, yeah. reimbursement like yeah. uh, and it, you can even see it like uh, I, I mean the Lion King one they're trying to pass it off like it's live action it's not live action it's an animated film Yeah, and I just feel like I don't know I, I kind of get this push to move animation to have this like you know to be really advanced like you know with um, Detective Pikachu and stuff like that they're trying to make things look really realistic and I can see the thrust of that technology I just feel for movies it's just like it, it sacrifices character design and the injured like and what animation can bring like mm. i get it with like like i love it when you see deadpool and stuff like that like most of the stuff like those kind of vfx things like it's for the car crashes and stuff like that that you know you don't want to 
pay for a car to be smashed and whatever. Yeah. And it works really well. And I feel like when it's just trying to cover things and stuff, like I, I kind of enjoy that. But I just feel like this realistic animation, like it feels like, you know, I'm seeing like the trailers for The Lion King and stuff like that. I feel like someone's like watching one of those Chihuahua movies where it's just like, you know, they just get the Chihuahuas to move. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> it basically just looks the same, just a little less force. But it, like you just sacrifice all this like emotion, character and stuff like that by just having these realistic designs. They're just yeah, like, right. just because because it has mass appeal that's why like yeah, that's why yeah. they do because it, it just has mass appeal it's like an easy game and you know yeah again they're just redoing their copyright stuff and you can just see all these tactics like it's kind of like the uh the new my little like the little mermaid and stuff like that you can just see like obviously they're just using like the race of the new character as like a like as an anger marketing thing like they knew this the stuff would be like i knew as soon as i saw it i'm just like people are just gonna be mad on twitter like yeah it's just all yeah. these racists getting mad about it and it's yeah, just like sure. oh, you, ex- you just know it's part of their strategy now yeah like, i'm excited to see like the anime just the trailer for the lion king looks yeah. sick like the animation does look amazing but i totally get and support yeah. your reasons for like yeah not it's just because it can like flop completely because mm. we already know the story and it's incredible like the lion king is literally like the top animation film. yeah like of centuries yeah. and now we're recreating it and like i don't know i think we should be more creative so to give you an introduction to right. that uh you're an animation student yes i am yeah um how did you get into animation i mean it was a bit uh weird actually i mean um the high school that i went to they actually they tried to get me away from doing art subjects. My dad's an engineer, so I was kind of always thinking that I was going to kind of go into this kind of engineering kind of math role. I mean, that's what I was good at. I mean, I did English and stuff, and it was just like, I could do it. I got good grades, but it took me forever, and I kind of hated doing reports and whatever. And maths, I don't know, just kind of like, you know, I can do high school maths where it's just kind of doing equations and stuff like that. I probably, like, would struggle harder at university maths where it's kind of like, you know, figuring out a lot of more things and using kind of more complex thinking, but, like, the math scene kind of like, you know, doing equations and making sure things equaled something. It just kind of rolled off. But it just like, it, it kind of bored me. Like, yeah. I just, I definitely just didn't see myself doing it. And like, um, I did some internships where like a, a coffee, a geotechnical agency, which is a great agency, really nice people. Um, you know, it, it was kind of interesting what they were doing. Um, I don't know if I can actually legally talk about it <laughs> um, but like I was basically working with like I was in high school and working with like the UQ engineering students stuff like that and it was yeah. just like interesting and yeah the people and I was doing kind of good work but I just I, I just didn't see myself in that kind of space like I yeah. don't know like I just didn't see myself there and I kind of I've always been drawing for a long time um you know kind of drawing I was mostly I've been mostly drawing people and stuff like that which is why I think I kind of lean more towards kind of character animation that doing those kind of things like I never really did paintings or anything like that so that's why i didn't really see myself doing art yeah so yeah so in high school even up to grade 12 i didn't do any art subject like except for the ones that they kind of just made you do i didn't pick any art subjects except in grade i think 10 where i had a media subject and yeah i loved it like we were just doing like these little animations like we had one where it was just like for this cyberbully animation and it's on youtube but i hide it because it's just like <laughs> it's for me it's for me but yeah, it's a little crappy yeah. it's a little it's, it's definitely like stages yeah, yeah yeah it's definitely something that i can see like you know 14 year old you have a copy of flash and you're just kind of making like a little yeah. animation there's one that i made with a friend of mine which is um a bohemian rhapsody song uh you know it's like uh I'm good at I'm not gonna sing on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like a Bohemian Rhapsody song. I think it was like I'm gonna ride a bike or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just like it was just really fun. I just like 
and I was like to my uh, to my high school, it's just like, oh yeah, do we have more of this subject? And they were just like, no, we don't. It's just like we don't have any one more year. media subject. Yes. Like that's it. Oh wow, yeah. Like we only had it for grade ten, and then like once I left high school, they added it as a subject in year eleven and twelve. I'm like, okay. I so think- what did you do th- during those years, like eleven and twelve? Well, yeah. So what I did was first I went to the I went a lot to the Brisbane Institute of Art. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a class for life drawing, and so on Thursdays I would just take the train there. Uh, and that was really fun. And I met Mia, who was just like a teacher who really kind of like, you know, was kind of encouraging me to like get into art and stuff like that. And I did, yeah. So I just mostly did life, life drawing there. But then kind of talking to people around there, I found out that Griffith offered the guest program where essentially you can take a subject while you're in high school. So on the first half of grade 12, I, I did that. Actually, no, I think before, the, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say this. So it's like, yeah, so on the first half of grade 12, I was essentially like, Wednesdays and Fridays after high school, going to university and doing that subject and doing tutorials. And it was kind of weird going. I, I, I still uh, know some of them uh, today, but it was just like, imagine you're going to your high school, uh, to your university course and some high school student still in his uniform. Yeah. It's like coming in and doing the work. I felt a bit weird, like going in with my uniform and I got stopped a few times by security going like, hey, you're not allowed in those classes. And it's like, yes, I am. <laughs> um, but actually before that, I actually signed up for um, the ACME. So... In Melbourne, there's the Australian Centre of Moving Images. Okay. Hopefully, I've got that right. Yeah. Um, and they have the screen competition every year. And, you know, I was just kind of thinking, like, at first, like, yeah, at first, I would actually, at first, I kind of wanted to be a doctor, and then I went to be an engineer, but I was just like, I don't know about engineering. It's just like, and then I had a graphics class where I did architecture and stuff like that, and I was just like, yeah, I don't see myself doing that. So I was just kind of nailing down. I was almost, like, running down exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, you know, I, I like this media class. There's this competition for animation. They just have like um, a theme every year and it was like uh, growth. And I was just like, look, I'll just try for a semester, make an animation for that. And I just remember spending just like after school, just doing that kind of animation and literally working it to the last minute. The worst annoying thing that animation students and I forget is sound. So just like the last few nights, just like quickly going through freesound.org, trying to find like different sound effects and like uh, kind of background noise and stuff like that and just submitting it and just like, kind of just letting it go, see what happens. Like, I won't be mad if, like, anything happens. And then, like, I got the shortlisting and I was, like, really happy. And then, like, I finally got the congratulations. Like, you've won. Whoa. Yeah, and then, like, I flew down to Melbourne. They had this whole awards ceremony. We met with um, a lot of, like, these interesting people and stuff like that who were also working in, like, film and animation. And I was just like, yeah, I mean, with that award, it was basically like, yeah, I think this is what I'm going to do. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, so, like, I mean, I'm not, like, you and know. And you're, like, 16, 17 at the age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was just, like, I was just kind of looking, like, you know, what can I do afterwards? And that's when I, I found the grade 12 program where I could yeah. do that after high school. And just like, and then I did that course, Principles of Animation. I really enjoyed it. There was like, the teachers were really good. They were like really helpful in the fact, like they would even just like, you know, do an animation. They would come look over my shoulder and just kind of like, you know, say, okay, I think you can fix it up like this. And it was just like, it was really just like helpful and whatever. Yeah. And yeah, I was just like, it was just kind of like, yeah, I think this is what I'm doing. Cause I was just like, I mean, this is what I'm good at. I enjoy it. I'm going to stick with it. So Amazing. like, yeah. And yeah, that's what I've stuck with so since. <laughs> and um, you said your dad's an engineer. Like, yeah. are your parents fine with that? Because I don't know, sometimes yeah. creative industry going that path, people are yeah. like, no, don't do that. There's nothing in there. And it's like, well, it's almost there like, is a job in there. So. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like having the bachelor, which is like, yeah, this is my degree. Almost like, yeah, I, I can do this as a career kind of thing like that. Getting that award. I feel like, I don't know, they're a bit skeptical kind of thinking like, oh man, kind of an art subject. But I think once I got that Acme award, they were just kind of like, I mean, they saw my life drawing. They were like, yeah, okay, you can do paintings. But then once I got that, yeah, Acme award, they were just like, yeah, okay, I think they can, there's something in this. Wow. So like, they've been supportive ever since. Yeah. I mean, they're very, I mean, even my brother, he's, um, 
he's a football player. And, like, even they were just like, hey, if you want to do football, you have to get good grades. And, like, if you don't get good grades, you're not playing football. Yeah. And my brother, he left grade 12 with an OP1. Yeah. So it was just like, you know, they're very supportive as long as, like, we kind of, like, you know, because even then, like, yeah, uh, I did very well in high school. I got an OP2. Look, my brother, my brother had all my essays and everything to work on. He's a smart kid, but like he had some help. You supported him up to that bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I gave him a little foothold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with that, you know, so like my parents were just like, you know, they went. It wasn't like I was like not great at school or stuff like that. So then, yeah, if yeah. anything happened, I had a backup. So sure. say if animation wasn't working, I could just I could probably go back to engineering or something like that. What would you say your style is at the moment? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I still have like a lot to learn. I mean, I'm definitely um with the university. I don't feel like I'm drawing as much as I'd like to. Um, but I definitely think it's, you always kind of think like, oh man, what is my style? But I think it's almost best that you almost don't think about it. Yeah. And you just kind of make things that you think you like and you just kind of think like, it's almost like, um, almost like a design problem. Like I, I think of animation almost like a design problem. Like I'm trying to spread this message. How do I spread it? Kind of thing like that. And I think I've just always landed like, you know, for the other, like I, I kind of looked at my kind of animations. They've all kind of been this kind of 2D kind of animation style. And I think it's just because it's been, you know, I've been working on films by myself. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. Like that's what I've had available. So I've yeah. had this kind of easy kind of cartoony style, which I think has looked great, which I think looks great. It makes characters have a lot of expressions and stuff like that. And, you know, the character almost, it's almost like, you know, when you watch Up or something like that. Yeah. Like the character design is always shown off a lot. Also the Incredibles, because the shape of the characters and how they kind of look almost shows their personality. If you look at the old guy in in Up, you know he's going to be a gruff, grumpy guy. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if he was a happy guy, you know, you'd kind of more shape him in like, like with curves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so you just kind of like, so it's just kind of thinking to myself for my style, it's just like, you know, I want to be able to express things quickly to the audience and how do I express them? It's just like, okay, through doing this, this, this. Um, so yeah, so I think I've got kind of like, at the moment I've kind of been working in a 2D style. Like I want to do animation, but I, to be honest, I want to be more on the pre-production side, you okay. know? Yeah. Cause I mean, it's quite laborious doing the animation, you know, like yeah. a thousand frames, you're just there. And then like you finish the frames and it's like, okay, now I've got to color them. And you're just like with a paint bucket and you think like, oh, it's just a paint bucket. But then you paint bucket like a thousand frames. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. okay. And you try to automize it and you try to have all these key codes, but even then you're still there for like days just yeah. doing it. It's just like, if I could give this to someone else. I'd be happy to. <laughs> so you'd rather take more of a director role and, and kind yeah. of flesh out a story and characters and exactly. kind of diving in, into the backstory of that. That's really cool. Yeah, like, yeah. I kind of, yeah, on that more kind of conceptual kind of design phase and stuff like that. Like doing animatics, I'm happy with and stuff like that. I love yeah. doing that. But just like, you know, I'm not... Storytelling. Yeah, like that's what yeah. I love. Like, yeah. I mean, that's almost why I went to like Edinburgh and kind of why I like doing the things like we went to Winton and stuff like that. Like, yeah. um, like that's why I kind of like doing those things because it's just like... I like meeting different people because it's just, I feel like imagination is a bit, I know, people almost like treat it like it's almost like this weird thing from like, you just get ideas from the gods and stuff like that. And I don't feel like it's like that. I feel like animation is just almost like, it's almost like a washing machine, like a, one of those bingo machines, like those bingo balls and stuff like that. One of those yeah. things that rotate things. And what you just try to do is you just try to get as many experiences into that ball. And then you just keep like the ideas in your head are just like the balls that come out. And yeah. it's like, yeah. it shovels out and you go like, eh, that's a boring idea. And it's just like, but then you just keep putting those balls in and yeah. then eventually you just get this combination that works. Bingo. Bingo. Exactly. Like, that's a <laughs> moment of inspiration for you. Cause it's just like, it, it's just built up from your experiences. That's why people who don't, I feel like don't experience much, they don't have much imagination cause they don't have much to draw from. Yeah. But if you're someone who reads a lot of books, 
who goes out a lot, who goes to museums and stuff like that, meets different people. You're going to have all these different ideas and that's what makes you creative. Someone who just thinks a lot, I mean, someone who thinks a lot as well is almost just like, they're almost rolling the ball more. Mm -hmm. Kind of like someone may have a lot of experiences, but they don't spend a lot of time thinking about them and trying to make all these neural paths in their head, just trying to think of like different ideas. But, you know, someone who experiences a lot and tries to think a lot, that's, I think that's what creativity is. I don't think it's just like, you know, I don't think it's just like this weird thing where people just like, have ideas out of nowhere because yeah. they're just these creative geniuses it does come from somewhere and i think yeah those are when the best stories are told when it yeah. comes from a personal experience like we were told this at the start of uni yeah especially going into creative stuff it's like yeah just draw from your own experiences yeah and like i didn't realize that until like now until yeah. like you write something and then you're like whoa this is from me this is a moment in my life yeah or, you know this is definitely coming from it so yeah I mean, you can see it so much times in, in like films and stuff like that. You can tell when that person like hasn't lived that or they have yeah. like no experience of it. Like even like a young adult movie, you can tell when it's written by someone who clearly like did not have those experiences as a young adult and they're just writing what they think kids are like. Yeah, yeah. It's kind you of know? surface level in yeah. the nicest way possible. I feel like the best ideas are come when come when you have collaboration, when you have someone yeah. else that's going like... Bounce back from the Yeah, because yeah. it's just like, I don't know, I feel like this idea of just like this one person who's a genius is just is so overrated. Like Yeah, for sure. Like most good things come in teams. Like definitely, not, like you know, Elon Musk. People just go on about Elon Musk. He has hundreds of engineers working for him. Who is just like, you know, he has kind of like the money and stuff to back from it. But like, it's all of his engineers coming coming up with concepts and stuff like that. I mean, he's obviously an integral part of what yeah. whatever's being made. Yeah. But you know, it's also just like it's all the different ideas, and I feel like that's almost like you know when you're kind of thinking about like, oh man, Hollywood isn't very diverse and stuff like that. I like I almost feel like films and animation need to be diverse. Because otherwise you just get the same stories. I mean, like, like pretty much the number one reason why I kind of want more kind of multicultural uh, directors and, you know, female directors, stuff like that. Yeah. It's just because it's more interesting. If you get the same stories from the same subsect of people, you're just going to get the same stories over and over and over and over. Yeah. Like, you know, if you have those people working with other people who have different experiences and stuff like that, it makes it way better, way more authentic. It's just like, you know, humans were built to collaborate. Yeah. Humans aren't meant to have one person who's their genius. Yeah, and it's, I think, as a director role or just... You you do need someone at the top just to like mm. make the calls. Yeah, final say. You, otherwise, yeah. otherwise you're going to be on that project for years and mm. whatever. So yeah, obviously having that person who's like yes, no, you know, mm. making those calls is good. Yeah. But to collaborate and actually like make a story and yeah. and something like really interesting and challenging mm. for an audience, uh, yeah, comes from a team. Yeah, comes from experience and just like your own personal life or whatever. Yeah. Um, and a team, 100%. But people ask me, it's like, oh man, you're doing animation. You know, it's kind of seen as going away from engineering and stuff like that. But yeah. people would consider safe. But to be honest, even engineering and stuff like that, super hard. Yeah. And people ask me, it's just like, how did you know that's what you wanted to do? And I'm just kind of like, I mean, sometimes I just like, I don't know if that's what I want to do. Sometimes I'm just like, man, I really like working like circuit boards and stuff like that. You know, like I mean, I was talking about my, I can't remember if I was talking about my phone here, but yeah. it's just like, you know, I fix phones sometimes and stuff like that. And sometimes I think to myself, man, I could have been a programmer or something like that and mm-hmm. that would have been really cool. Yeah. Or it's like, man, I could have like done something where I'm just kind of traveling more. Like I hear stories like when I was on the plane um, to Edinburgh, um, I was talking to the person next to me and they were just like, yeah, their daughter just works in this um, uh, nursing home or something like that in this really rich area. She basically only has to work three months a year and then the other nine months she's just traveling because she gets so much in commissions and stuff like that. Like in the extra money that she gets from that nursing place. I'm just like, man, I want to do that. Wow. <laughs> That'd yeah. be really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just stuff like that. It's just like... Um, I think it's just finding something that... You never know. Yeah, I don't think you ever know, but, like, 
if you enjoy it enough, you can make it work. You yeah. know, you just have to like, it may be a bit harder and you may have to just work a yeah. lot harder in the beginning, but like you can make it work. No, literally anything, yeah. which maybe that's coming like, that's quite a privileged thing to say, but like, yeah. I think, yeah, just work hard or try to yeah. work hard and like believe that like, I mean, you um, just got to find something that you can feel yourself like, cause you know, it's never going to like, you know, sometimes I just find myself going like, man, I don't want to edit. I don't want to do animation. It's yeah. just like, I just don't want to draw today. Yeah. I mean, even when I was, um, I was really lucky in Edinburgh. I met uh, Noah Chloe, who's mm-hmm. one of the art directors, head art directors for Pixar. Yeah. Um, in fact, he's working on the new film that I can't remember what his name is. Um, he's working, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, and I was talking to him. I was just like, oh yeah, like I was just, you know, cause they had these kind of panels and stuff like that. And I was just like, oh, what do you look for in employees? And they were just like, oh, just someone who's passionate and stuff like that. Yeah. And I heard all this thing, passion, 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 just people who have passion. But what happened? Like, how do you get passion? I want like, can you distill passion in liquid form? How do I do yeah. it? Like, what is, and I just asked them, I was just like, hey, like, what do you kind of think? What do you think makes those people passionate? And it's just like, just people with self-discipline and the, and the, and the drive to just kind of work every day at it. Like, and then like, I was really lucky. I saw him in the cafe. I was just like, I'm going to talk to him. Yeah. And I was talking to him and just like, yeah, I mean, you were kind of talking about his passion, but like, like, what do you kind of do? And he was talking like, yeah, you know, he kind of works at his Pixar job, but then when he gets home, he spends a few hours with his kids and stuff like that, having dinner. But then every night he said at 10 PM, he goes to his desk. His only goal is to go to that desk. He doesn't say, I'm going to go to work. I'm just going to go to that desk. And there's nothing to distract him. He puts his phone away and stuff like that. And he just goes to this desk. And as long as he sits to his desk, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. But then he knows, he kind of knows in his head that once he sits to that desk, he's going to eventually do something. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, he just, he just, he's going to say, he just says to himself, yeah, 10 to 12, I'm going to spend at this desk and working on like, just to get to that desk. And he's probably just going to work on some project or something. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, like, I mean, I've even listened to a lot of like kind of productivity stuff like that. And really just like, it's just, you just got to trick your brain into thinking what you're doing is not hard. Yeah. Like you got to yeah, trick yourself yeah. into saying like, instead of saying, oh man, I'm going to do, go to the gym and do this workout saying like, no, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to drive to the gym. Like I'm just getting to the gym. Just That's it. drive there. It's yeah. that repetition and it's that muscle memory. Yeah. Type of I mean, even, uh, what's it called? Uh, Terry Crews says yeah. just like, you know, just go to the gym, just sit there. And eventually you just do something because you're just like, you're just going to aim to go to the gym and then you'll just do something. That's the best piece yeah. of advice I've ever heard. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. It's stuff like that. And even just like, and trying to incorporate things into your personality, like saying things like, you know, because a lot of people who say like, you know, you kind of say to yourself, man, I want to go to the gym, mm-hmm. but you don't really think of yourself. You kind of think of like, oh man, I'm lazy. If you think that you're kind of always going to be lazy. Like yeah. you, to me, it's people who say like, oh man, I'm bad at math. Like, I even notice sometimes I say, like, oh, I'm bad at names. And it's just like, because I don't, like, to be honest, do I really put in the effort to kind of think about the names and really sure. kind of stick it yeah, in? Yeah. And, like, it's just kind of saying to yourself, like, in fact, I was kind of reading an article before, putting it into your personality. So kind of like saying, like, oh, man, I, that's what I do. I go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, I almost call yourself a gymnast or something like that. Or it's just yeah. like, I'm not lazy. I'm, like, someone who goes to the gym. Yeah. Or saying to yourself, like, I'm an artist. So what does an artist do? It's like, every day, I, it, like, every day I work at this time or something like that. And it's kind of like the, the kind of example in the article I was reading was um, uh, for food and stuff like that. So instead of saying, like, oh, man, I can't go out for drinks. Or, like, I can't drink alcohol. Saying, like, no, I don't drink alcohol. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's almost different in your head. It's just yeah, like, it it's is, not like yeah. I can't, like, it's like, oh man, I want to, but it's like, I can't. It's yeah. like, no, sir. You just think to yourself like, no, this is not who I am. I, I'm not going to be that person. Like, this is going to be my new self. I don't drink alcohol and stuff like that. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, I don't eat donuts or something like that. Like, yeah. you know, it, it's kind of thing. It's almost like trying to change yourself. I just really like, it's not just you 
doing those things. It's like, no, it's... It's it's, just changing the way that you say things and the way that you, like, uh, it's kind of making it easier for yourself. Yeah, In a way, just to be like, you know what, I I don't do this. I just, yeah. yeah. Because if if it's what you think to yourself, hey, because you you almost have an idea. It's like, hey, what do I do in these situations? Like, like... Uh, like an example they normally give for these things it's just like um smoking Mm -hmm. it's just like oh man um yeah i can't smoke or something like that it's like no the best results they find are from people who say like no i'm not a smoker like because they kind of think to themselves just like hey what a non-smoker do it's like they would think no i'm not gonna smoke like and like they find overall people who say to themselves like who are smokers who just want to stop smoking who say to themselves like no i don't smoke anymore or like not even that it's just like no i don't smoke I'm not a smoker and they call themselves a non-smoker. Mm-hmm. They find that it's just like, because it's just inbuilt in their heads. Yeah, like, you start to believe it yeah, and it starts to become, again, the muscle memory. And, exactly. And I think actually, just deviating quickly, um, that's like great advice on how to start any creative mm. passion yeah. or like anything. Like mm. if you want to do it in your life, like and make yeah. it a career, I think just starting, just saying like, oh, I'm an animator. And yeah. you just do it. You just you slowly start to do it more and more. Exactly. You can just sit at the desk and maybe you won't even do anything, but mm. going to the desk, yeah, sitting there and then going mm. is it yeah, you're showing up. I think it's about showing up and yeah. being able to like consistently be like, Okay, I did yeah. this. It's yeah. just about like, yeah, just doing it. It's just like thinking to yourself like, Yep, this is who I am, this is what I'm gonna do. Like yeah. for sure. Just sticking it out. Yeah. So you we're saying that you went to Edinburgh. You yeah. went to Edinburgh for a year on exchange. How was yeah. that? Yeah, I mean, life changing, really. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, to be honest, when I think to myself, it's just like, because kind of actually, I, I met up with a friend when I came back. It was just like, so how do you, because like, you know, there's kind of the stereotype that anyone who comes from a year abroad is just like, oh my God, best thing in the world. Yeah. Just, met so many people. Like, I, I'm forever changed. Yeah. And like, I just feel like, you know, I kind of thought to myself, man, when I go to Europe, you know, it was my first kind of time properly living by myself for like mm-hmm. a long time. I was thinking, like, yeah, I'm going to do this, this, this and stuff like that and it's just like coming back it's like what do i feel and it's just like like from last year and i was just thinking to myself like i feel like last year like you know i had problems and stuff like that but i just felt like i just felt like i had an overwhelming feeling of dread just kind of like oh man yeah. i don't i don't know like yeah i've got these things that i gotta do every day and fix and it's just like but i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do them and there's somehow just living for a year by myself just kind of figuring those things out coming back i'm just like Man, I still got a lot of things to fix. Like, I got to get back to going to the gym again. I got to get a proper sleep cycle and stuff like that. Mm. But I can do it. But yeah. like, you know, but I can do it. Like, you know, it's just kind of this small sense of just like, you know. But I like, I'm feeling better about myself. Like, like I've met other people. I know other people have these same problems. Like, you know, it's kind of me. You know, I got to see people just like stressed out way more than me about their work and stuff like that. People getting like lower grades than me, and but still sticking through it because they were just like that determined and stuff like that. And just thinking like, yeah, I can do it. Like, like yeah, yeah. you've you've grown up a lot yeah that's and like that's like the thing i feel like i've gotten the most from just like my trip just like this feeling of just like yeah like sh- stuff's hard but like you know you just gotta stick through it yeah and i think um that helps like moving thousands of miles away yeah um and where you don't know anyone it's quite liberating <laughs> oh god it's but, so good like yeah because yeah, everyone else like you know i was living with seven other people everyone else was super new like everyone yeah. else was almost like hi my name is like I'm it's like gonna the first day of primary you. school again yeah or like, high school anything it's really good because no one has any preconceived judgments you won an award um <laughs> uh, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> uh, no can you tell me about that and tell me about like the kind of the process of just being on exchange and like what it was like over there in the animation and yeah uh, what you got up to in the projects that you worked on um yeah so i was studying at the edinburgh college of art 
which is a part of the University of Edinburgh. It used to be this split, but now it's like they've kind of combined. Um, but yeah, no, so I was studying right on campus um, and it was really good. The course was only from like, uh, it only had like 10 to 12 people. So it was really small. So I got to meet a few people. Um, and, and also like, because it was so small, they had like these rooms for us with like desks and I got my own desk with a view of like the Edinburgh Castle and everything. It was really great. Um, like great location and everything um, and they have these classes like one kind of you know general kind of theory class that they normally have with these animation course to make it feel like you're doing something like a law degree or something like that so it kind of feels like it's an equivalent yeah um, but then I had a, a subject called design externality which is essentially just like hey go out to the world find someone and work on a project with them so like for the and of course the university offered up some options especially for me because you know I'm not going to come from the other side of the world and be like hey, I know you, you. Yeah, yeah exactly it's just like I'm fresh <laughs> like I'm a baby in this place um so yeah, so the first one I was able to get was with Bino, and Bino is kind of a UK company. They work mostly in comics. They're most famous for like Dennis the Menace kind of stuff like that. Not the American Dennis the Menace, but the one with the the jacket with the red and uh, black stripes and stuff like that with like the little dog. Okay. Um, and they were kind of trying to get more into the animation sphere. Uh, into the animation sphere. Um, they've actually been working on like a Dennis the Menace animation that apparently is going to be pretty popular and apparently the comics actually like I don't know I feel like comics as a medium overall has been dying but apparently they've jumped up like 80% in sales or something like that like apparently something they're doing is working um, but yeah so they had all these kind of because Beano has been going on for ages like ugh, like I think it was like 150 years or something like that so they had all these comic characters and were just like look we want to kind of branch more into the anima- animation sphere um and we have all these old characters that we haven't done anything with. Like, do you guys want to make like an animation about it? And I yeah. and I chose this character called Ethel Red, who like you can't find anything about. Like, I found like one Wikipedia article hidden in like the middle of one of those kind of like uh, fan wikis stuff like that, and two images of posters online. That's all I could find about it on the internet. Like, it's funny because you think you can find everything. It's like that's all I could find. Wow, but like hardest if, research ever. Yeah, it was like crazy. Like, I mean, to be honest, like. It was kind of like, it was in the 1940s. So, I mean, it wasn't like there was a deep plot or something like that. It's just one of those, like, gag comics where it's just like, it was just like... uh, It's like the newspaper comics of, like, the little Garfield three, like, (laughs) stills of it. Exactly. Like, it was just basically one of those. And it was just like, it was a girl called Ethel Red who was this Viking who wanted to prove her dad and all the other guys in this Viking village wrong and see that she could be a uh, vampire, a Viking. Um, And, yeah, so I was just kind of like, I felt like that was, like, the kind of... Like, that was a character that had the most kind of depth to it that I feel like I could just try and make like in a story that kind of because they were trying to like uh, the kind of idea was like animations for the modern era and I just felt like that was kind of like a thing that would be kind of relevant in the modern era yeah um, but I kind of threw away the scrap of like you know a girl trying to show that she can be as good as the guys she doesn't you don't need to compare anymore like mm-hmm. you're just like yeah. a girl who just wants to be a viking yeah like and I just kind of did like that kind of story cool. and so I just kind of yeah I just roll with that kind of like thinking like different ideas and I just draw these different sketches just trying to think like the only kind of limitations we really had was that it had to be it was like a pilot episode that would be a minute long and would be for like audiences from like 8 to 12 8 to 14 something like that mm-hmm. so it's just like okay cool um so i just kind of like you know kind of being the first semester i didn't want to like i, I try to like one thing i have learned is that like try not to go into the deep end immediately try to kind of like play a little and then you can add things in it but just like you sure. know if I'm gonna, i don't want to be like stressed overseas like yeah i didn't uh, you know i didn't know how living on my own was gonna be so i was just like i didn't want to go too far yeah. too far and, and experimental so i'm just like okay i'm gonna stick with kind of a bit of what i know and kind of try and try to almost like perfect what i kind of know mm-hmm. in working with like i've been working with the adobe suite just kind of like going from flash to do rough um photoshop to do kind of clean animation and then after effects kind of like 
freshened up, do special effects and whatever, and then Premiere to kind of clip it all together and make sure that the editing's tight and whatever. Um, and that was really good experience because I mean, actually, I, I mean, I worked on the film like my like, it was a film by myself, but to be honest. Uh, I was working with a music producer, which I've never done before, like a sound designer and uh, Gloria, um, who was doing the music, and she was fantastic. Like, um, she was a, uh, a girl from Italy who'd come, and like they were trying to just like they put us in a room, like all the animators and all the sound design people, and someone's just like squishing us together. Come on, make a project. Yeah. Like, work together. Talk to each other. Yeah, talk to each other. Make <laughs> yeah. a project. You need someone. Just work on it. And, yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was really great. Because um, they do go. Sorry, they do go hand in hand. Yeah, like, I mean. I mean, it's basically how our course in Griffith works. You know, yeah. we've got the films, games, and animation people, uh, films, games, yeah, animation people together, um, just so we can, you know, because we're kind of we're in the same kind of sphere, like the like yeah. same kind of industry. Like, come on, I mean, animation is going to be working in film. Film people are going to be working in animation, and animation is going to be working in video games. And I can easily see that, like with VR stuff, yeah. especially um, that games and like that kind of like interactive software is definitely going to be working with film as well. Definitely. So like, you know, it was kind of like that where, um, yeah, they just kind of try to get us to mingle, especially it was good for me again, because I knew no one. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, no. So yeah, we just kind of, I kind of worked on that project and it was just like, yeah, it was just kind of what I worked on. Um, yeah, minute long, Bino really liked it and I was able to, unfortunately I can only share it privately among friends yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah no that was really fun and then second semester it was the same kind of classes again and for that one um, you know I was kind of looking for a project and one of my other course mates said hey the RSA which is an organization I had no idea was like yeah. I had to search it up in fact it was kind of kind of hard to find the Wikipedia page because it was like it's the Royal Society of the Arts but the title actually goes for much longer than that it's like okay. the Royal Society of the Arts business blah 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 it's, oh, like, wow, yeah. it's like 12 words something <laughs> like that it's a bit ridiculous but um, yeah, I was just like, okay, I'm going to make an animation for that. Like, I was just like, look, a competition, like, the good thing about competition, firstly, a monetary reward, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which is good. Um, but also just like, you know, it's kind of this design competition and, you know, kind of thinking how I did the Acme thing in the past. I was just kind of like, yeah, I'd like to do another competition, kind mm-hmm. of making something. And yeah, so they had um, the 10th category was motion images. They had two voice clips. Um, one was uh, for everyday sexism and one was for how to be a pirate. I was really confused by the first one. I was just like, are they teaching people how to be pirates? Like, <laughs> it was really weird. And in fact, and, like, it wasn't until like I got the audiobook and listened to the speeches. And I'm just like, oh, the pirate's a metaphor kind of thing like that. So like, um, so yes, yeah, so I started working on that project. Kind of the animation is just like, yeah, they, were, they gave me the audio excerpt and it was just kind of like, I was just you know i was just supposed to work with it so i first like kind of wrote out the script and just kind of wrote notes on like kind of ideas that i could think of like how to kind of convey this message visually like you know how i kind of thought of it um the speech went quite fast i'm just like man i'm gonna firstly i don't want to have any any text on the screen like you know if any text it's just like for the kind of labels or something like that but i don't want to have to do you know those kind of like word kind of animation stuff like that sometimes i feel as well when you're watching animation it's just like you know you're already hearing sound you're watching visuals you don't want to read as well Mm -hmm. except for like subtitles like you just you don't really want to like have to be reading you got to kind of think of animation like a design process like how can I communicate this idea as effectively as possible to the audience? Like in Noah Clark, when he had kind of um, in Edinburgh, he was kind of talking about that thing. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, ideas, you kind of look at um, sci-fi music, uh, sci-fi movies at the time, you know, with Star Wars and stuff like that. Why was Star Wars the one that, like the one that won? Mm-hmm. Why was that? Because it had all these design things that worked really well and they were kind of like based in reality and stuff like that. So it was really like grounded and people could relate to it as opposed to all those other sci-fi movies which are really out there and really kind of gimmicky and whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's just like when you're thinking about animation, it's just about, you know, thinking about how can I make this as easily absorbable to people. Yeah. So for that, I kind of eventually went with these kind of easy 2D characters who were just like, yeah, again, really expression and stuff like that. And, you know, 
their personality shone outwards. And, you know, and in an animation that was kind of about, like, um, you know, how... Because essentially the audio is about how how different people are trying to make the world better and how they're breaking the system. So it's just like, how can I best convey that? I'm just like, I'm going to make an animation about all these, like, different characters. So, like, I had, like, a bunch of different characters, like, you know, in every scene I had new characters and stuff like that so that people could hopefully see themselves in the animation that, like, anyone could do this relate good to. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah anyone yeah. could relate to it and yeah. anyone can get up. You know, in the animation, he's just kind of like... Sam says that he's seen people in rich areas, poor areas, urban areas, country areas, and stuff like that. They can all work towards doing the good. So I just try to have all these different characters so people can see themselves in it. Yeah. I wanted to ask you because you're young. You're like 19, 20? 20. Yeah. 20. Um, so old. <laughs> um, how did you, like being a new creator and especially like in Edinburgh and or just being mm. away, like anywhere actually, um, but being a new creator, how did you, you have the confidence to go up to Noah and be like, hey, I want to talk to you. And like, because, you know, like it, it's quite intimidating, especially yeah. if someone's like of Pixar and yeah. like all those high status names and everything that they can accredit to themselves. And Yeah. Um, I mean, I almost kind of like, because I used to be kind of nervous about meeting people and stuff like that, especially yeah. in like in high school and stuff. But even like when I was kind of going around different places and things, I was just kind of like, who cares do i care if someone's hair is like that it's like not really like if they're still like a person i can still meet them and it's just like so do you really think that other people care and do you think even if those people do care do those people really do you really care what they think sure yeah like there's a kind of advice clearly you wouldn't want to work for them then yeah if if that's the one thing that they're focusing on yeah don't worry about it i saw it on twitter was just like don't take criticism from someone you wouldn't take advice from like, oh, yeah because yeah, it's just like would you actually like care about like if this person like yeah. like would you actually go to this person and actually care what they think like not really there's not really that much that you're gonna yeah what's the and, consequence yeah like, your world's gonna fall apart no not really. and again i think if like they're rude then you don't want to work for them like yeah or yeah, even if they, like, they don't like you like whatever there's gonna be other people that like you so. yeah it's kind of easier said than done like if you're listening to this and you've yeah. always wanted to like reach out to someone like obviously it's easier for us just to be like oh don't worry about it yeah. but i mean yeah gear yourself up for it have yourself give yourself a little pep talk and yeah. then just go for it because honestly the worst thing that's going to happen is they not reply to that email or just respond to you negatively which yeah isn't that nice and that's yeah. not what you want but clearly that's not someone that you'd want to work for like i mean and yeah yeah there's a quote it's just like would you rather the pain of regret or the pain yes. of just like not doing it yeah like i think it's the pain of the pain yeah. of starting not starting it, yeah i know exactly it's almost like would you rather the pain of doing it or the pain of just like never having done it yeah like, that's exactly it like yeah you'd rather the pain of having done it and just got it afterwards like, yeah exactly like, you know they're just people like you. Like, I mean, especially when I was talking to him, when I was talking to him and he was staying, saying stuff about like going to the desk and stuff like that. It was just kind of like, Oh yeah, that's something yeah, he's not like, he's not a God. He's like, he's a man. He's yeah. a monkey with a soul. Like, you know, <laughs> he's a you monkey know, with a soul. Yeah. It's just like, you know, we're all the same. Like, no, yeah. people aren't these like people. I don't know. I feel like it's this culture of social media, especially, but even in the past, it was like, I think in yeah. magazines where people just get idolized. Yeah. yeah. It's just people get idolized, but it's just like, no, they're just regular people. Like they might just have like, you know, even even then, like, oh man, this person might be really great at wo- uh, working or something like that. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I bet you that problem. Like, I bet you that person has problems outside of that. Like, oh, you know, definitely, maybe yeah. they're really good at working, but man, they're really got a bad family life. What is some advice uh, for someone uh, who may be wanting to go into animation or just any creative project? What's mm-hmm. one piece of advice that you could give? I mean, the definite one is draw, 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 draw. <laughs> like that's that's what everyone gives. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, I I would say draw, 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 but also find things that you're interested in. Go because I feel like it's almost like a caveat. Like, because the thing is as well when we're talking about like you know experiencing life and stuff like that, it's kind of hard because you know animation. You gotta sit in the desk all day and work. Like yeah. it isn't like like that's why I'm like I'm trying to work with more people. Like see if I can just like stay over at people's houses and bring my tablet and stuff like that to work because it's just kind of like because I just like bouncing off other people for ideas, kind of yeah. making sure that's just like you know it's what's in my head good and yeah. like just seeing if it's just like because sometimes you know, it's almost like when you draw something and you flip the canvas so it's just like the opposite and you realize oh man that's completely slanted or something like that. Mm. It's almost like doing that, but you need to do that with people and ideas. Yeah. So, yeah, it's almost like the um, Chuck Jones, the guy who made um, like a lot of the Looney Tune uh, animations and stuff like that. You know, just, to, you know, read a lot of books and get a lot of inspiration because it's just like, it's, there's just too much media that's just recycled. Like, you can just easily tell, especially when you kind of read those things, even then, like, you can just tell when just, like, the same story is recycled over and over. And some people, like, you know, maybe it's new to them and whatever, but, like, I, I don't know. It's just a pursuit of just kind of, like, because I feel like, you know, a lot of people when they're doing film media stuff they focus all on the techniques and stuff like that and that's really good but again you've almost got to be like like a what's it, like a renaissance man almost yeah. like a renaissance person just like you know kind of getting a bit of everything because mm-hmm. like if you if you have a lot of knowledge you can put a lot in and it's just like yeah so you kind of like you know you also like because you can almost see like it's like the guy who did spongebob right he was a marine biologist before he was an animator. Oh, really? And you can clearly see where he came in. Yeah, Like, people yeah. play to their strengths and what they know. So it's just like, if you know a lot of things, like, if you just know animation, then you'll be good at animation, but you'll be following the stories of other people. Yeah. But And that's not a bad thing either. Some people are just like, I, I know friends who just like, they just want to do animation. They don't want to do all the creative thinking stuff. They just want to do the work. And that's, that's awesome for them. But I yeah. think, like, if, if you're you kind know. of, I'm just saying for me, for yeah. my kind of concept, kind of design, the kind of path. If you want to be a storyteller. Yeah, yeah like, if you want to be a storyteller, then yeah. you've got to have some damn stories. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you got to hear sure. some stories. You can't just, like, make stories without any, f- you can't, you know, without any fuel in the tank. Like, yeah. you just, you got to kind of, yeah, going back to my imagination thing. Like, yeah, you got to have all those ideas kind of rolling around your head in the first place. Yeah, playing so, yeah. your strengths. Exactly. Awesome. Um, what's one goal you hope to achieve in your career? kind of hope one day to have a studio. I'd like to have a studio where I've kind of got a team of people kind of working to make animation yeah i definitely like i've almost got like a my next my my 10 year plan for my 20s it's yeah. kind of have like the first five years kind of work in the industry work with people and stuff like that five years after that hopefully kind of starting to move more on my own kind of like getting a name for myself mm-hmm. i can to be honest even just doing that stuff kind of now and then within for my 30s kind of more on the kind of business side kind of running on the studios and kind of making those things happen so what's coming up for you you said that you're going to malaysia which yeah. is really exciting Do you want that's to- really cool yeah, yeah i can't remember how much i talked about at the start but yeah no i'm hopefully university is offering a thing where they basically just like pay for everything so i'm just like yeah free trip two months that's amazing yeah no like again like that's the thing like it's almost like like kind of going back to those kind of um things about saying like i don't like i don't this or do i or i do this like i do exercise or whatever yeah kind of going back to that kind of like one i've tried to instill in myself is just like take any opportunity given to you if someone like offers you this go like yep or, like as long as you haven't got too much going on like yep, sure. i'll yeah. do that like yeah. why the hell not like especially if it's like out of your sphere like yeah i'm doing animation but if someone like said hey like do you want to do animations for a video game mm. down like yeah down like having, it's about going and like trying all those things building up stories yeah so then you can yeah like, so what's what is that trip 
Oh, it's um. Uh, I think the co- company is called Inspedia. They just kind of do two D animations, so they're kind of looking for people who can do like these uh, toon boom almost puppet rigs. Like it almost pretty much works like a puppet. Like they just um, someone designs it, builds a rig where it's like this little skeleton, and and the kind of unique thing is that it's like two D rig. So like you can kind of move it like a three D character, but then it like looks two D like with this kind of uh, how it's kind of framed. Um, but yeah, so they just need some people for two months. So they originally it was only going to be one month, but then they were just like, "Look, we like you know we don't want to train people." And then the next week they're gone. Yeah, like, yeah. We want to have them for a while. So two months, like, yeah, I'm gonna go. I think you'll definitely make an amazing storyteller because it's 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 awesome so. how um, just <laughs> yeah, genuinely yeah. interested in other people's stories. Like, I love that, and I love that as well about people that's like it's so interesting mm. like literally you could sit and talk to your neighbor and they could have lived the most ridiculous life and you're yeah. like we're all living on the same street you're literally like 10 meters away from me exactly like this whole thing it's, it's amazing yeah um, i mean it's wild sometimes when i'm just like i think to myself when i'm like walking down queen street or something like that and you just look at 10 people and you you always think to yourself i bet you those 10 people are, real, are like living wildly different lives that you yeah. have not because sometimes i'm walking down the street and i'm just like oh man